Good morning, everybody. Eric Lofholm here. Thrilled to be with you here this morning on this beautiful Thursday morning. Thank you for joining me today. I want to acknowledge all of you for being here this morning. The fact that you're listening to my voice right now, you're setting the intention that you're going to have a great day today. And intention is one of the most powerful things on how we can use our mind. Having the intention to be productive, having the intention to be positive. So over here on YouTube, let me get a little short video clip going and then we'll jump right into our program today. Good morning, everybody. Eric Lofholm here. Happy Thursday. Thrilled to be with you here this morning. Thank you for joining me. And if you're right hand, take your right hand. If you're left hand, take your left hand. Pat yourself on the back. Tell yourself, great job for being here this morning. Type into the chat. Today is a great day. Today is a great day. And the reason why we pat ourselves on the back is I want you to be your number one cheerleader. And one of the things that will show up in in a coaching call is somebody will say to me, they'll say, Eric, I am my harshest critic as a state of being. Instead of being your harshest critic, I want you to be your number one cheerleader. We type into the chat, today is a great day. Why? Because what you Write matters. What you type matters. What you speak matters. And this call is all about inputs. You're inputting in the positivity that I'm sharing with you right now. What you input matters. What you watch on YouTube matters. What you, the the TV programs, the Netflix programs, the, the music you listen to. Your associations, the people that you spend time with, all of those things matter. My workout buddy, he's also a client of mine. His name is Nick Lynch, and uh, Nick's one of my friends. He lives here in the area. And so Nick, he actually joined my gym (laughs) so we could work out together. Why did he do that? Because he knows if he's around me when we're working out, the things that I'm going to share with him just in our casual conversation when we're, we're working out, it goes into, into his mind. It makes a difference for him. So associations matter. And that's something for you to take a little inventory on. What are you listening to? What websites are you going to? What videos are you watching? What type of content are you consuming? Because everything counts. And it doesn't mean that everything needs to be positive all the time. Because, you know, maybe you like watching scary movies or something, right? I'm not telling you not to watch your scary movies or read your true crime novels if if that's what you're into. But what I'm saying is inputs matter. And I'm very intentional with what I allow into my mind. So I want to give you a little tip. I want to give you an idea that can save you $100 to $1,000 a month. And this is something I'll do every six to eight months or so. 
is I'll take a look at all of my monthly payments. You know, you sign up for stuff and you go on these auto charges. <clears throat> well, sometimes we forget about them if we're not really closely watching our bank account. And we realize I'm not using that software anymore. And it's $47 a month. Well, $47 a month is about $50 a month. And $50 a month over the course of a year, that's $600. And depending upon how that's taxed, if it's um, if it's not, you don't get a tax write-off, that's really $900 on a $47 a month. So I want to give you an assignment today. Go look at your bank account and look at the auto charges and see if there's any services that you're no longer using. And if you're not using it anymore, then cancel them and save that money. And some of you might be like, wow, it's 400 bucks a month. Well, that's that's almost $5,000 a year. A little practical tip for you. And share that with your spouse. And, and if you have adult kids, <coughs> tell give them that tip when you see them next. Say, hey, I did this thing. This guy told me to look at my auto charges. Do that. And maybe you'll save your kids some money too or your parents. All right, next idea is I wanna to talk to you about prioritizing. And I just had a great coaching call with a client and we were really focusing in on what does she need to be doing in the short term? And we came up with six different items. And some of those items had to do with creating short-term revenue. And she's somebody who's productive. She's taking action. But, you know, sometimes on certain actions, if we're not really focused, we can go down a rabbit hole. You know, LinkedIn can be phenomenal and it can be a rabbit hole. Email marketing can be phenomenal and it can be a rabbit hole. Video, YouTube, phenomenal. And it can be a rabbit hole. So I want you to really... Having that, just I'm I'm one of the the word in your mind today, prioritizing. You know, is this what I should be doing right now? Tom Hopkins and I, I don't have his exact quote, but he's one of my heroes, sales trainer, and uh, he's at the end of his career now. Um, but he became a very very famous sales trainer, and I I love Tom Hopkins. And the essence of one of his ideas that he would ask himself throughout the day is. You know, what is the best use of my time right now? And that's really a prioritizing conversation. What is the best use of my time right now? So prioritizing, looking at, you know, if, if short-term revenue, you know, right now, short-term revenue is a high priority for me. Uh, tonight, I'm going to LA and my daughter, she's competing in the state cheerleading tournament. So time with my daughter is going to be a big priority for me over the next couple of days. And we're going to spend an extra day down in LA. She wanted to go to Disneyland. So me and her, just the two of us, and we don't spend a whole lot of time, just the two of us, because I got four kids and I'm married, but this is going to be a trip, just her and me, and we're going to go to Disneyland. And so that that's going to be a priority this weekend is time with my daughter. So Really thinking about your priorities. In my life, my priorities are family, faith, finances, fitness, 
career. Those are my five main main priorities. I don't really have time for Netflix. I'm not telling you not to watch Netflix, but for my life, I don't really have time for that. I don't really have time for a lot of other things. And I'm choosing intentionally to prioritize those key areas of my life. And because I prioritize those areas, I'm in great shape right now. I'm in great spiritual shape right now. My career is doing great. My marriage is doing great. My relationships with my immediate family is great. Why? Because I'm prioritizing those things. I'm not saying that to say, look at me, I'm so great. I'm saying, here are some things where prioritizing is making a big difference in my life. And maybe you're prioritizing some food that's not helping you get the results you want. And some people, they numb themselves with drugs and alcohol. And so they're prioritizing drugs and alcohol. And that's the problem with addiction. And I have, there's addiction issues in my family. Some of you can relate with that, probably many of you. And what happens when somebody's actively in their addiction is essentially what it comes down to is they're prioritizing their addiction over their life. They're prioritizing alcohol consumption over their marriage or their career or whatnot. And that's really a prioritizing conversation. So if you just do a little inventory and say, okay, it's not even so much what are you prioritizing right now? That's not even really the question. The question is, what do you need to prioritize? <clears throat> this is why I play the prospecting game. My prospecting game is 25 or more reach outs Monday through Friday. And I'm very consistent with my prospecting game. Why? Because I prioritize it. Prospecting for me in my career is one of the most important things that I do. And what a lot of people do is they really should be prioritizing prospecting. Well, let me just ask you guys, who here would recognize, you know what, Eric, I need to prioritize prospecting at a higher level than what I have been. If that's you, type the word yes in the chat. If you're like, you know what, Eric, I need to be prioritizing prospecting at a higher level. If that's you, type the word yes in the chat. If this is resonating with you about prioritizing, you're like, you know, and you don't have to tell me the areas, but if there's some other things that resonated with you of what I've shared so far, if you're thinking to yourself, wow, I need to put a higher priority on my health or my marriage or my career, or I need to stop prioritizing uh, recreational drugs and alcohol. If that's you, you don't have to tell me what the priorities are, but if you're recognizing that, just type the word yes in the chat. All right, I got one more idea I want to share with you guys. And I want to talk to you about one of my mentors, Jay Abraham. And Jay is a really um, amazing human being. And I've learned a lot from Jay, as I have all my mentors. And Jay taught me about social currency. Social currency is an asset like cash, equity in your property, um, stocks, etc. <clears throat> but what it is is this. <clears throat> if you do something nice for somebody, it doesn't mean they owe you, but it does create social currency. 
So yesterday, I did a, a keynote speech. I opened up this mortgage conference, had about a couple hundred people in the room, really served that audience. And I served uh, the woman who asked me to speak. And I didn't charge her for that speech. So she doesn't owe me anything, but I do have social currency with her. So if I went to her and said, hey, could I get a referral? She might give it to me. Could I get a testimonial? She might give it to me. Uh, could we sit down and have a conversation about the sales training needs at your company? She might sit down with me. If my daughter was selling Girl Scout cookies and I asked her to buy Girl Scout cookies, she might buy the cookies. She's not obligated and she doesn't owe me, but I do have social currency with her. So let's say that speech I gave yesterday, it was the equivalent of $500 in social currency. Now, it's not spendable like cash, but it is a real thing. And I'm a social currency millionaire. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying it as that's what's so based on how I show up in the world. I'm creating social currency for you right now. I'm not charging you for this call. I, I, I'm consistent, delivering value to you day in and day out. Show up on time, record the call, bring content, original content, <clears throat> new ideas, fresh ideas, fresh content, bring energy every day, Monday through Friday. Bring you guest experts. So that creates social currency. It doesn't mean you owe me. You don't owe me. That's not the agreement. But if I asked you for a referral or if I asked you to share my post or if I asked you to do, like for example, here's an opportunity for you. If you're on Audible, my book Sales Scripting Mastery came out yesterday on Audible. Sales scripting is the most profitable idea I've ever learned. This is the most comprehensive book on Audible, on the subject of sales scripting. And I'm not saying it because it's mine. I'm saying because it's what's so. So if you have an Audible credit, perhaps go use your Audible credit. Get the book. It helps me and it helps you. Okay? You don't owe me to, you don't have to buy the book. You buy it if you want to buy it. Social currency. So Jay Abraham, one day I'm like, hey, could you come speak at my event? I'll give you five grand. I offered him $5,000 to speak at my event. And Jay goes, Eric, keep your money. I'll speak for free. I want you to think about what I just said. Jay is a professional speaker. He's a professional trainer. I'm asking him to do his business. I'm offering him $5,000. He turned it down. He said, I'll speak for free. When's the last time somebody offered you five grand to do what you do for a living? And you're like, yeah, it's all, it's all good. Just keep your money. It's unheard of. Nobody does that except Jay Abraham. So why did he do it? Because he wanted to create social currency. And this is what he does as a way of, uh, it's, it's, it's who he is. It's his state of being. He, he does that not just with me. There's a thousand of me in Jay's Rolodex. There's a thousand people that Jay's done that for. Not necessarily speaking. Maybe he consulted them for free or maybe he he marketed for them or maybe he, he made a connection. But think about that. He's one of the wealthiest social currency people on the planet. 
I'm talking about him on this call right now. I talk about him all the time. I've referred him to my entire database. If Jay asked me to do something today, the answer would be yes. If Jay's like, hey, Eric, I got an unusual request. I'm moving this weekend. This weekend, I'm with my daughter. I'm moving in a month. Would you be willing to fly down and help me move? I would do that for Jay. Why? It's not because I'm such a nice guy. It's because Jay has massive social currency with me where the answer is yes. So set an intention right now to become a social currency millionaire. And when I go out and do good in the world, I'm not, it's not an agreement of, hey, I'm going to do this nice, the woman yesterday that I did the speech for, hey, I'm going to do this for you and you owe me. She doesn't owe me. I'm not keeping score. I'm not keeping track. I'm just constantly putting out goodwill into the world. And I'm also one of the luckiest people in the world. But I'm creating the luck out of how I'm showing up. And anybody can do it. So that's the message today, guys. Thank you for joining me. It was awesome to be with you. Have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me on the live stream. Have an awesome day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.